All I can say is, wow. Can you believe that we're already on episode six of Gumbo Night, y'all? Now, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, I can believe that we're on episode six, because you just said we're on episode six. Now, really, none of this has anything to do with the number of episodes. The reason why this is really a big deal for me is simply because I'm doing this podcast. If you've known me when I was a little girl or a teenager, or even as an adult beyond the past 15 years, then you would fully understand that no one would have ever believed or imagined that I would have anything to do with public speaking, and neither did I. When I was growing up, y'all, I was always the quietest person in the room. And still to this day, depending on the occasion, sometimes I'm still the quietest person in the room. And what's so ironic is that I grew up in a family of people who communicate for a living, and they're good at it. If you remember, I talked about my grandfather in episode two of Gumbo Nights. He was a pastor for over 60 years. And my dad is a retired mathematics teacher. He's also a preacher and a pastor and has been preaching since I was seven years old. My whole family is full of church leaders and educators, people who speak all the time. So you would think I would be more inclined to speak publicly than not, but I chose not to. And in fact, y'all, I hated public speaking. And I got to share this story with you that is an example of just how much I hated it. When I was a freshman or a sophomore in college, I had a professor who told us on the first day of class that one of our assignments was to present a speech about ourselves. He wanted us to deliver a speech about ourselves. So I'm immediately thinking, you know what? I need to get out of this class. There's no way I'm going to deliver anything. Oh, it was just the worst. I was already dreading it and it wasn't even time to do it but I hung in there I stayed in the class and about midway through the semester is when we had to give our speeches so the night before the speech I went home got my notebook paper out and I wrote down what I wanted to say about myself filled up an entire page but when it was time to go to bed I just couldn't rest y'all I tossed and turned and turned and tossed Oh, I was having labor pains. (laughs) I was having labor pains, y'all. Thinking about that doggone delivery. Delivering that speech the next day. I was having contractions and, oh, it was the worst. I didn't get any sleep that night. But the next day I went on into class. When it was time for me to give my speech, the professor called my name. And I went up to the podium with my little piece of notebook paper. And I stood there and I read the entire speech, word for word, from the first line down to the last. When I got finished, I went back to my seat and I was like, hallelujah. (laughs) Woo, I made it through, y'all. The heavens opened up. But really, I still didn't feel good because I did terrible on that speech. My voice was shaking the entire time. I just never did find my rhythm. And I was so uncomfortable. And what I didn't tell you is that I read the entire speech, but not one time did I ever look around the room at the people I was speaking to. Now, whether you like public speaking or not, I know you know the answer to this question. 
What is Public Speaking 101, y'all? Make eye contact. I didn't make any eye contact. And what's crazy is that one of the evaluation criteria that the professor told us about was we had to make eye contact. So you know what happened there, right? I didn't have the courage to look the people in the eye because I didn't feel like I was a good speaker. And the story gets even worse. The professor passed out evaluation forms to everyone in the rooms so that we could evaluate each other's speeches. And when I got my stack of forms, I didn't read one of them because I felt like, you know what, I'm good. I know I sucked. So why do I need to read their comments about my terrible speech (laughs) and make myself feel worse? I said, absolutely not. So I didn't read any of them. And when I got ready to leave the class that day, I grabbed that stack of forms and on my way out the door, there was a trash can right by the doorway. And I slammed those forms in the trash can. And as far as I know, to this day, those same forms could still be sitting in the trash can because I didn't have the courage to read what my classmates said about me. I might have missed out on some constructive feedback that could have helped me to be a better speaker. After I got home, I felt so bad about myself. I was so disappointed, not only because I didn't make eye contact, but because I didn't have the courage to face their feedback. So I made it a point and I promised myself from this day forward, I will never get up and speak in front of a group of people and not make eye contact. If nothing else, I will at least do that. And I honored that promise. Every time I got up to speak after that day, I made sure I looked everyone in the eye in the room. From the front to the back, down the middle, sideways, diagonal, in the center, it didn't even matter. I mastered eye contact, y'all. You couldn't tell me nothing about eye contact. Now, my delivery, (laughs) you know, that's a story for another episode. But what I learned was, and what I realized, is that the more I became comfortable looking at people in the room, the less nervous I became which helped me to to improve my delivery of my speech. So instead, now a minute and a half into the speech, I became more cool, calm, and collected. Over time, that lessened down to a minute, 45 seconds, 30 seconds. And that trembling that I did, eventually that would start to go away. So I became better. But none of this is about public speaking. Today's episode is all about courage because I know there's someone right now listening to this podcast that has something that you lack the courage to do and it can be something big or small, a goal or a dream. You want to write a book, you want to travel the country, you want to start your own business, lose weight, change your eating habits, even if you just want to have a crucial conversation with someone. What is on your to-do list that you are lacking the courage to do? What are you procrastinating about? If you've been talking about it and dreaming about it and thinking about it, praying about it, but you just don't have the courage, I am telling you that you do have the ability to develop it. I'm a witness for that. 
And just like in my situation, some of you may be the same way where you think that you have to move all the way from point A to point Z instead of taking baby steps. Because what I wanted to do was to become immediately as good as the people who speak in my family. But that wasn't my my journey. I had to take baby steps to become a better speaker. So my point A was to start with eye contact. And then my point B was to talk about and focus on delivery. And then point C was to get into content. Taking those baby steps led me to develop an ability to become a better speaker. So I again ask you, what is on your to-do list? If you're lacking courage in any area, I want to share with you a passage of scripture that has helped me tremendously when I'm lacking courage. And that is Joshua 1.9. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now, if that ain't making you turn cartwheels, I don't know what's wrong with you. You need to pull your car over right now and get out and turn some cartwheels, y'all. That's the best news I've heard all year. God is commanding us to be courageous. Courage is biblical, y'all. This is an example of that. This is a testament to that. And not only does God say, when you go ahead and exercise courage and take those baby steps, I'm with you wherever you go. So you can't lose. Why wouldn't you want to develop the courage? God is commanding us. This may as well be the 11th commandment. Here's the thing that we all have in common, though. Time is not waiting for any of us. None of us are getting any younger. It's time for us to stop wasting time. Courage is available, and you can develop it just like I did. I'm a living witness, y'all. Courage really does come in handy. Thank you for tuning in to episode six of Gumbo Nights. Please continue to listen, like, comment, share, and subscribe. Next month, we're going to have our very first series of guests, and they're going to be all men. Make sure you tune in because these are conversations that you definitely don't want to miss. And we've got a big surprise at the end, a big question that we're going to ask every one of our guests. Check in next time for Gumbo Nights. And until then, have a wonderful week.